You're listening to the Human Futurology Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Suzanne, where each episode we deep dive into all things numbers, stats, and data, giving you a reliable insight into strategically planning and predicting for the future, mitigating risk in a world increasingly filled with unpredictability. Find more online at humanfuturology.co.uk. Welcome to you on this very interesting Thursday morning. The hottest political news of this week is the resignation of Nicola Sturgeon. And we're going to tell you why it's not all bad news for Nicola. Yes, we're certainly going to dig into her human futurology blueprint, if you will. And uh, there are some fascinating numerical synchronicities uh, that exist around this year, around the years that are coming, uh, that's 2024 onwards, and also looking back, we, we uh, also see some fascinating um, numerical sequences, especially around 2020 um, and COVID. Well, just so that we can get you into the loop of it all, when we have a look at Chris's slides and we're talking about them, we have included them in the podcast. So you'll be able to have a look at the images and I'll pop them in as a download. So, Chris, let's start with a bit of background on Nicola Sturgeon. Certainly. Well, when modelling her life path or the life path of any client or any person or any case study that I'm working on um, or have published, it's critically important for me to have a whole bunch of data points that I work with. And some of the critically important data points originate from a person's name and from their date of birth. So if we look at um, Nicola Sturgeon, full birth name Nicola Ferguson Sturgeon. She was born on the 19th of July 1970. Now what is very interesting there is the number 19 because the number 19 is a is a karmic number. Now because it's the day in which she's born it is therefore the essence or the vibration or the nature of her coding on a very very personal level. So what does the number 19 always synchronize with? It synchronizes with independence. That is the critically important lesson learning journey of the number 19. It's always about independence. That's quite interesting considering that her lifelong mission has been the independence of Scotland. Well, I very much doubt that she would even understand that. Um, So this drive that she has for Scottish independence is actually a drive for independence that is hard-coded in her numbers on a very personal level and therefore the journey that she is undertaking um, towards independence literally has Scotland, if you will, as an experience or a tool uh, for her to learn through um, in whatever shape or form the learning is presented to her. But there you've got it, the number 19, which talks to independence. Um, It also 
talks to leadership, it talks to originality, and we certainly have seen that a, a, in a great deal from her. It also, it also speaks to a solo journey, and this is a very tough journey, and a journey that needs to be respected. Uh, it, is, it is literally the journey that you walk on your own. Um, but what is very interesting about the number 19, and here let's take a big step back, for example, and think of someone like Prince Andrew. Now, Prince Andrew of the royal family is also born on the 19th. So wherever you see the number 19, especially if you're born on the 19th or if you have the number 19 in the career position, I'll explain that a little bit later, or in the life path, it is talking to a lesson around independence, but also the shadow side of that is the ego. So the ego can actually really come to the fore with a number 19 because it is a number that does carry a tremendous amount of ego within it. And the ego can often be the undoing of the number 19. Also, one of the key things about the number 19 on the karmic side, if you will, is that it is a number which says under no circumstances must you enrich yourself at the expense of others. If you are then without doubt you will meet with very, very, very brutal lessons in this regard. So, That's actually, I just wanted to interject there. Now, it's quite interesting that you bring that up about, um, you know, enrich yourself at the um, cost of others. But also, just going back a little bit slightly, one of the things that Nicola Sturgeon has often been called up on or pulled up on is the ego and you know this is i think very difficult as a female leader you know you are often seen to be um instead of being assertive you're being too egotistical mm. and it's something where you have to come across um and put your point across i would think more on a harder level than perhaps male world leaders have to do Look, the thing for me about the number 19 and the, and the ego is that you have to have a powerful or a healthy ego in order to embark on a number 19 journey. Why? Because the number 19 is a solo journey. If you want to think in terms of rock climbing or mountaineering or whatever, it is a solo ascent. There are not many people, in fact, very few around to help you, and they can only help you so far, and the rest is up to you. So in order to be able to have the guts um, or, the, or the, 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 the mental uh, and emotional and spiritual and physical fortitude to take on this journey, you have to have a healthy ego because you have to believe in yourself. However, where that ego runs wild, that's when it will become your undoing. And this is where the work that I have done um, and that we have done around modeling an intelligent mathematical blueprint actually reveals, if you will, times of risk where if you look at the, at the life path of the individual, if you look at the sequences, if you look at the number combinations, you can see that the number combinations in, an, in a given year, for example, are antagonistic. And under those circumstances, you realize that there is a high risk around that number combination that is, um, that is colliding at that point in time, the numerical cosmic soup of your life, if you will, at that instant. 
And being able to understand that risk, identify it and begin to mitigate it intelligently ahead of time is, I believe, where the genius of this intelligent human blueprint research uh, lies um, because it is allowing you to look to the future in an intelligent way proactively, but also in a way that allows you to see, oh, now there's a bit of a danger signal. What what can I do in order to mitigate that risk or reduce the risk around that period of time? And the reason I say this is because as as we begin to unpack the intelligent mathematical blueprint, or if you will, human futurology blueprint of Nicola Sturgeon, you will see that in her numbers this year posed an enormous risk. And it posed an enormous risk on career level. And that was through the collision of a double eight. And you know, a double eight to, to, to people at this moment in time listening to this podcast means absolutely nothing. So I'm just going to very quickly explain it. The career number is always your birth year. Now, Nicola Sturgeon is born in 1970. So if you do the maths, 1 plus 9 plus 7 plus 0 equals 17. 1 plus 7 equals 8. There's the number 8. So her career number is a number 8. And this year, when we look further along the line on page 3, where we unpack her her life path data matrix, we'll see that there was a double 8 that presented for her. And that, if we had been doing this, um, a couple of years back would have been identified as a career risk, risk. moment for her to contemplate, think about, uh, yeah, and therefore mitigate. Right. So com- coming back, I mean, I know you've given us a little bit of background on her in the person and in her career. Talk about Nicola in the family side and, and give us an idea of her life path and shadow life path, sun and attainment numbers, just to fill us in a bit more on the personality of Nicola from her blueprint side. Well, these are all numbers that I need in order to feed into this predictive mathematical model that I have developed. Um, therefore, I'm sharing them with you or with the audience Uh, the listeners, just so that they can actually understand where I am working from. This is just a few of the numbers that I'm working from. There are many, many, many more, but I don't need to include them in terms of the nature of this discussion. Being born in the month of July, um, again, July, the number seven energy, the number seven vibration, it's very logical. Um, It is very um, um, ordered. Uh, It is not necessarily massively emotional. Um, It can sometimes be perceived as being rather cold, rather clinical, rather aloof. But the thing about the number seven is the number seven always has this ability, if you will, to pull itself out of a situation, especially if it's uh, um, quite a, a, a difficult or a challenging situation, and look at the situation almost from this helicopter view dispassionately. Um, so there is there is the the, the um, benefit of the number seven. Um, the flip side of that is it can appear to be cold, aloof, and emotionally detached. I've spoken to the year that she's born in 1970, which uh, reduces down to sequence 17.8. What is the number eight? Number eight deals with power, control, money, wealth, status, authority. 
and invariably the struggle between trying to balance the material and the spiritual dimensions. If you look at the number eight and you turn it on its side, you have the infinity symbol. And the infinity symbol, when you're reading it, is the, the, the one orbit, if you will, be, being the, the one side rather being material, the other side being spiritual, and the journey between these two worlds, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Now, Nicholas Sturgeon's sun or attainment number is sequence 26.8. And how on earth do we get that? Well, what we do is we take the day that she's born on 19. We add the month that she's born in, uh, which is July 7. 19 and 7 is 26 and 2 and 6 gives you 8. So her career number is an 8. Her personal attainment number is an 8. And what is this talking to? It's talking to leadership. But the number 8, where the number 1 is leadership of self, the number 8 is exactly the opposite, leading others. Money, power, control, status, authority, leading others, the CEO vibration. So not surprising um, that she was very driven. Um, also, she uh, trained in law and qualified um, in law. So there again, the number, what is the number that is most associated with law and legal matters, the scales, if you will, it is the number eight. Uh, so we're seeing very, very strong uh, synchronicities and correlations there. When you look at her name and analyze her birth name, um, Nicola Ferguson Sturgeon, the two series of or two sets of numbers that are absent from her name are four and eight. These represent, if you will, key karmic or life lessons. What does the number four represent? The number four represents law and order. The number four is also, if you will, the dictatorial energy. Whenever you think of the number four, think of the think of a brick. And um, when the number four is out of control, it's literally like a brick through a window. It's, it is the autocrat, the dictator, my way or the highway. So this is one of her uh, karmic or key life lessons. And then also another karmic or key life lesson of hers is the number eight. And that deals with power, control, status, authority. And given that it's missing from her name, but present in her date of birth, where do you find it? Well, you find it in her career and in her personal attainment. So a lot of the lessons that she would have needed to learn would have been taught to her th directly through her career and through her professional journey. Now, before you go on, because I find it interesting in terms of the karmic lessons. Now, normally you would think when you're learning a karmic lesson that perhaps you need to be a little bit more upfront um, in your face as a four. Not so much that you would turn out to be the brick through the window because she has often been considered as in your face and very much so. And, and can your karmic lesson, if you're not addressing it properly or, or not learning it properly, actually become too weighted in that area? So instead of learning about how to be more forceful or more um, forthright, you can just overdo it. Is that something that could happen in terms of learning your lessons? Absolutely. And given that uh, the number four is entirely absent from her birth chart and absent from her birth name, it reveals that the number four is actually her key or critical karmic lesson. Okay. So now the number four deals with law and order, control. Um, it deals with being practical. 
Um, it is a no-nonsense energy. Absolutely no nonsense. But the one thing about the number four, so when you think of the number four, think in terms of law and order. Um, but the one thing about the number four is, my goodness me, uh, is it practical? And, um, you know, is it uh, a, it is also a number which is all about planning, order, structure. So it is not a flash or a sexy vibration at all. It's, it's, it's an earthed energy. But here we take a step back and it might be very interesting for listeners to actually really sharpen their minds at this moment in time. Nicholas Sturgeon's greatest karmic lesson or life lesson revolves around the number four. So now, when would this appear? When would this present? Well, this is where, given the fact that I have Asperger's and am autistic and look at the world through a completely different set of lenses and make sense of the world through numbers and number profiles and not the way people make sense of the world, most people. Um, Let's now look at years. Because the thing is, if you've got this lesson, when's the likelihood of this lesson presenting? So each year has a number. So let's just take a big step back. Um, when was the last number four year that we experienced? It was 2020. 2020, COVID. How do we know that? 2020. Do the addition. 2 plus 0 plus 2 plus 0 equals 4. So in 2020, or the moment 2020 clocked in, It was a year whose natural, universal, or cosmic energy synchronized perfectly with Nicola Sturgeon's key, or most important, or most critical karmic or key life lesson, which is the number four. And that, you know, four can also be sort of explained, I would think, as being very totalitarian, Mm -hmm. very much, you know, when you say order, you know, do as I say, this is how it's going to be. Well, absolutely. This is why people that are born on the 4th or the 13th or the 22nd um, or, or the 31st, all of which reduced down to a 4, um, you know, do have this no-nonsense energy about them. Um, and uh, they, they can become very easily frustrated by circumstances where they believe that this is how it should be done and others have a different viewpoint and then they just eventually steam right over the opinions of others and say, look, this is it, it's my way or And, and if you look at um, COVID restrictions and things that were necessary to implement, it would be very easy to kind of take that to the extreme. Well, the thing is, go a, lot, overboard. A, a, lot of, a lot of people said that some of the most draconian rules around lockdown were implemented in Scotland um, with and through Nicola Sturgeon. So it's no surprise to to see that. So, so well, there's the natural synchronicity. Now, now the thing is, you know, if you sit and now begin to apply your mind and work backwards, because 2020 wasn't a random event. I guarantee you that if I sat down with Nicola Sturgeon and I showed her her intelligent mathematical blueprint, you would see that 2011, which was also a number four year, somehow brought in some very key lessons for her around the number four vibration. And going and going back 2002 and going back 1993 and going back. So these are the, the key lessons. Yeah. So, 
tell tell me what is this what is the relevance of the subconscious self well the relevance of the subconscious self is it is that part of you which lies underneath it's not visible um, and it is calculated um, by subtracting the number of key or karmic life lessons from the number nine um, I'm not going to go into why that is at this moment in time if people want to know we've got loads and loads of material absolutely we can direct those through um yeah through the blog yeah um but the thing is she's got two key or karmic life lessons pertaining to the number four and eight when you subtract two from nine you get seven that means she's got a subconscious self number seven and again what is the number seven the number seven is the number that deals with logic it deals with intelligence it deals with analytics it deals with data it likes to see properly well-reasoned arguments show me the proof show me the evidence um, it is it is the number that thrives off intelligence um, hence it's hence it being perceived as cold clinical logical and emotionally detached the one thing about the number seven, though, it is, it is an intensely curious energy. Um, and also, it is an energy or a vibration which is searching for truth. However, the truth needs to be logical, well-researched, well-substantiated, well-presented, well-documented. <laughs> so... People with a subconscious seven um, will often feel this desire for a spiritual journey, um, but often they're frustrated because the moment they try to begin a spiritual journey, this journey of theirs then takes them, if you will, like we discussed in the previous podcast, into the woo-woo or the fluff. And, and it doesn't make there's sense. No, there's, there's no logic, there's no nuts and bolts, there's no teeth, there's no data, and they say, I'm sorry, I just, I, as much as I want to embark on this spiritual awareness experience i just actually can't go there because this is just candy floss which is quite funny because you know she's probably the person that could benefit the most from having her um human futurology blueprint presented to her but in a way is the, the least likely to to you know take that on board immediately that well, it could not, be helpful not necessarily remember nicholas sturgeon scores very high on the number seven in her name uh, you know, Nicola Ferguson Sturgeon, um, there are two G's inside of that, and the number G resonates with the number seven. Um, and actually, the number seven is one of her shared hidden passions. So that tells me that um, not only because the number seven is an exceptionally intelligent vibration, so immediately you can take a big step back and say, when you're looking at Nicola Sturgeon, you have to, number, number one, understand you're dealing with a very intelligent energy, number two, a very curious energy, and number three, an energy that naturally has coded into it a very deep desire to understand spiritual principles. But listen to the word I used, principles, not spiritual fluff, not spiritual woo-woo, yeah? spiritual principles. So um, I actually think that, you know, uh, and it's so interesting, she, she actually uh, spoke in her parting speech about taking time for Nicola. You know, time to find herself, time to discover herself, uh, given the fact that she's been so dedicated to Scotland and, and the career and politics and all of that for such a long period of time. 
Um, so uh, it's 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 no it's no surprise that this has happened because 2023 again do the addition 2023 it's a number seven universal year. The number seven universal year was knocking on the door of her subconscious self. It was knocking on the door of her family or her intimate space because she's born in July, seven. It was knocking on the door of her hidden passion, a number seven, yeah, etc., etc., etc. So she wouldn't probably even be aware of this because most people are not aware that they even have an intelligent mathematical blueprint. This is really only stuff we're bringing to the fore now because now is the right time. But there it is. This explains why she's doing certain things, because there is a there is a, a a current, a cosmic soup that is interacting with her in a certain way, and that will be causing her to think and feel and act and make decisions in a certain direction. So let's let's look at the. F um, I think it's important to talk about the period when she first became Scotland's first minister, because it does tie up to life for Nicola after 2023 and then if and and the years following that so let's let's have a look at that time where she became Scotland's first minister minister in 2014 correct so here if I can direct the listeners or the audience um, to page number three of the pack and what we can basically see here um, in 2014 is her becoming First Minister. Now, what is critically important when you're reading these sets of numbers is the set of, or the column of red numbers that runs down the middle of both um, uh, sets of data. Because that number that runs down the middle is what I call the annual experience number. In other words, it is the number that is theming that year or those years of her life. And as we can see in 2014, the year she became first minister, um, the number sequence that is defining her year is 21.3 and this persists all the way through to 2017. This is in the, um, the, the, the slide on the left or, or the, the data on the left. The data on the right, we can see that it was 15.6 um, from 2014 all the way through to 2018. Now, 21.3, as my research has proven, is actually a very, very, very um, positive uh, data set um, or, or annual experience number to have within the data set. Um, why? Because for Nicola, here we are dealing with her hidden passion. Now, <laughs> Nicola... Nicola Sturgeon, um, when I do the analytics of her uh, full birth name, uh, she has three hidden passions, and the three hidden passions revolve around the number three, the number six, and the number seven. The number three being creative, imaginative communication, and getting things done. done. Yeah, it's a and, project management type and, energy. And let's be, um, you know, let's be blunt. Whether you're a supporter, a lover, um, I dislike the word hater, so I'll say disliker, 
of Nicola, wherever she has set her mind to getting something done, she's dogged about it. Yeah, absolutely. And, but how, how interesting that uh, if, if we look at the data set on the right, where we see her 2014 coincides with a double six. That's why there's a red block with first minister written in there in white. Now that double six, the number six always deals with relationships, responsibility, matters of the heart and community. Now look how clearly that double six presents over there. So in 2014, which by the way is also a number seven year, I mean, go figure, 20147. The year she became First Minister was a number seven year. The year that she quit as First Minister, 2023, a number seven year. What's her subconscious self? A number seven. What's her hidden passion? Number seven is one of them. It, it's, this, this stuff is not random, not random at all. This is why, without doubt, these blueprints are real and, and the, the, the numbers as they are being presented here are laser accurate. So in so things really shifted for her in 2014 with her becoming first minister. And then, if you will, a very powerful period um, from 2014 through to 2017. I mean, that's obvious in the numbers because I'm not seeing any massive uh, clashing of numbers or antagonistic number combinations presenting. However... But hold on. I mean, she's had a four-year period there that involves her hidden passion so it must have been an extremely productive time for her absolutely these these were good years no no doubt about it whatsoever what is quite interesting is if you look at the data set on the right in 2012 you can see a double six over there sitting on the um, personal shadow or uh, personal emotional side um, and that also represents another very, very significant event in her life. But the annual experience number that is driving that experience is six. Two years later, the number ex that is driving the experience is 15. So even although those are double six, they're completely, completely different experiences. Now, I, have, I don't really know what the experience could have been in 2012, but... Just the fact that you see a double six doesn't mean it's the same experience. And it's something that I really need to stress to the audience. Anyway, moving on, we can see that her life begins to change for the worse, if you will, um, in 2019. In the data set on the left, you can see the 11 and the 20 combining. Um, and this, this is always an indication of, of troubled emotions. Um, potentially even higher levels, higher than average levels of anxiety. But there it is, very clear in her numbers on the left with the but 11 or the 2 colliding with the 2. And this is personal, physical. So this is a real tangible experience. But this was one year which then leads us into the period of COVID. I mean, she did definitely ride the totalitarian wave of lockdown. I mean, it was something that she wore very well i mean she 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 just thrived in this period well isn't it very interesting over here that if we look at the data set on the left um which has got um the uh, the, the 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 block around it in order to highlight it and the annotation career we see that her career energy 
which is the year that she was born in, 1971970178. From 2020 through to 2023, this peaks. So these are mission critical, if you will, years for her. On the During this pe- so so everything according to her grand organized design or intelligent mathematical blueprint, which was laid down the moment she was born, you know here it is. There it, w- it was it was programmed way in advance um, that these would be critically and critically important years for her, in terms of the number eight, which is career, the number eight, which is personal attainment, and the number eight, which is also her primary expression number. So this is a very, very, very powerful um, time for her. Um, However, what is exceptionally interesting in both data sets on the left and on the right is that in 2023, we suddenly start to see it going wrong. And the reason we can see it going wrong over here is the double eight um, which has been uh, indicated clearly by a red block, the one with the word career written in it and the other one with a set of exclamation marks. Now, this this double eight for this year, I mean, things haven't been going well um, on a number of fronts. They've been um, the Scottish independence issues, losing the um, court case with regards to having another referendum, there have been many um, issues locally uh, or recently in the press with regards to her transgender bill um, and certain um, people that are about to be incarcerated. And then, of course, there's money issues. There have been a lot of questions around certain donations made to the SNP by her husband and things and irregularities around that. So, so these are, I mean, eight is money. Well, Suzanne, what is critically important for people who are actually looking at the slide number three is for them to understand that the way I present data and the way I present these numerical convergences and the reason I put red blocks in is because whenever two numbers that are the same collide or combine, it represents excess too much. Therefore, invariably, it is a warning signal. It is, it is in, indicative of a higher than average level of risk. Now, let's think about what the number eight is. The number eight, as I have already mentioned many times throughout this podcast, money, power, control, status, authority, etc., etc. Right. So, if a couple of years back, I had generated this. Now, remember, I've only been actually able to generate this in this kind of detail from about 2018, 2019. But let's say in 2019, if I sat down with Nicola Sturgeon and I showed her this blueprint, I would have raised this double eight in 2023 with her as an area of concern and potential risk, risk because it is, it is looking into the future and saying that is a moment in time where you, are, where you are going to come under threat on a personal, emotional level around things to do with money, power, status, control, authority, etc., etc. So be aware of this because that, if you will, is a moment of comeuppance 
or a moment of judgment or a or a, a, a gate that you are going to have to pass through on your life's journey where you will be held to account for how you have been operating. So it is not surprising that she has quit because there clearly in her numbers is revealed an extraordinarily challenging year for her 2023 emotionally around career, how she expresses herself and also personal attainment. And which is even more interesting is if we look at the data set on the right, we see that her 2023, the number eight that defines the annual experience number sandwiched between two 12s. 2022 was a 12, 2024 is a 12. So there's the eight sandwiched between them. And whenever you see a number sequence presented like that, it means in concentrated format. And this is obviously on the back of the modeling work that I did using her everyday call name, Nicola Sturgeon. That's why the two data sets look different. The one on the left is her full birth name. The one on the right is her birth name. And it shows when you see concentrated events like this in a person's life, you must know. It's one of two things. It's either a massively positive experience or it's a massively difficult experience. Now, that's quite interesting because I definitely think that she's had in the last few months a very difficult experience. Yes. But when you look at her blueprint for the next five years, it's actually not that bad. Well, the astonishing thing if we look at the data set on the left, and here I'm referring to her full birth name, Nicola Ferguson Sturgeon, we can see that the sequence 213, which is the red, the, the, the red number running down the, 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 the column in the middle of the, of the data set, defines her life from 2024 through to 2028. Now, this is exactly the same sequence that we saw when she was first minister from 2014 through to 2017. So what, what is very interesting is that this resignation of hers, this ending, is not cataclysmic. Now, I have looked at many other politicians when they have had to resign or been forced to resign. Or, Boris Johnson, or when he was first forced to quit as um, uh, you know, the Prime Minister of the UK. You can see the fallout in the numbers. Yep. Yeah. However, there's no fallout here. Yes, it's, this year is talking to a challenging time for her, but I'm not seeing fallout whatsoever. In fact... These years here are talking or indicating that there could actually be something bigger coming or something very important coming. Because when 21.3 defined the theme of her life back in 2014, she became first minister. So therefore, it's already stuck its head above the parapet as being a critically important number around, let's say, some, some form of major event in her life. And here it is presenting again in 2024. So is this indicative of the fact that there's something really big coming down the line for her? 
That's the question that needs to be asked, and we'll see with time. But I wouldn't be in the slightest bit surprised if that is what happens. Well, looking at it, it it's just really interesting because I, I know from uh, looking at social media. I mean, the the wonderful thing I I love about uh, Twitter is is that you can get the very pros and the very against, and, yeah. and we'll ignore <clears throat> the trolls who are, who are just doing it to be pretty much revolting. You know, you've got your supporters and you and you've got your dislikers, um, and a lot of uh, of the noise on social media would love it to be that she's you know ding dong the witch is dead or something like that um because they don't like it so much but it really doesn't seem as if it's going to be sort of like the end of nicola sturgeon Not and in a way you know I, I think it's it's a good thing i'm i'm very glad for her because either way it's not been an easy job no no leader no world leader no leader of a country right now is is, is an easy job um, in fact it almost seems the moment you step into those shoes you're handed a poison chalice um, because the world right now is just in a state of absolute chaos and divided like probably never before um, it's almost like there's no place anymore for the middle ground um, you know you you either either are this or you're that but what is very interesting for me looking into the future is that there are there are very significant years that stand out for her um, and this all begins basically from 2027 onwards now what is very interesting here is 2027 is a number 11 universal year. 2027, you add up those numbers, you get 11. Now, if they go, if the reader or the listener goes back to page 2 of this pack and goes and has a look at her shadow life path, which is annotated by TSSLFP, they will see that she has got a number 11 slash 2 shadow or emotional life path. This is why I know that 2011 was a very, very dramatic emotional year for her because it's coded there in her numbers. Um, but what does a number 11 year do? A number 11 year sheds light on the darkness. It is the number 11 is the number that is associated with illumination. Right? So the fascinating thing for me when I look at the data set on the right is that I see a double three presenting in 2027. Now the thing is that is that is indicative of a very significant personal emotional event that's going to take place in her life the year that she turns 57. Now if we look back in time we can see that there was another double three in her life and that was the year of 2020 when COVID uh, basically appeared on the planet and um, you know every world leader had to do whatever they did in the way of uh, decisions, choices, lockdowns, etc., etc. But I wouldn't be in the slightest bit surprised, looking at her numbers, if there wasn't um, some form or, or some correlation or synchronicity or whatever between 
2027 and 2020. Um, 2020 being the physical experience and 2023 being the emo 2027, I apologize, being the emotional experience. Um, then if we look at 2029, we can see that this is a life path significant year for her. Now, it doesn't get more dramatic than this. And why do I say that? Because your life path sequence is the most important sequence that you can know and understand. So how, how do you calculate your life path sequence? Well, it's very simple. In the case of Nicola Sturgeon, it's 19, which is the day she's born on, plus 7, which is the month that she's born in, plus 1970, which is the year that she's born in. You add them together, you get 1996. Now split those numbers apart and add them up. And what do you get? 25. Rip. And a subset of 25 is 16, and a subset of 16 is 7. So Nicola Sturgeon's life path sequence is 1996 slash 25 slash 16 slash 7. Now in both instances here, when I model both her full name, birth name, and I model her call name, 2029 pops up as a mission critical year in the blueprint of Nicola Sturgeon. That means that that year, what happens in that year is beyond what any of us can fathom. So that is either a year if yeah, of tremendous things, or it is a year of tremendous reckoning. It's one or the other. Yeah, it's sort of I've tremendous or horrendous. I've seen tremendous or horrendous. What a brilliant way of putting it. I've seen this over and over and over again. And as I say, I've built thousands and analyzed thousands of charts. I've been doing this for years. Uh, you know, tens of thousands of hours spent getting to the point now where I can look at these number combinations and, you know, from a human futurist perspective, start to make intelligence of them. This is without doubt proof of the fact that we have a grand organized design on a numerical or mathematical level. So it's, it's fascinating to look at this and see that 2029 is going to be, uh, what did you say, either tremendous or horrendous. Yes. <laughs> so, so there are so many people out there who have got so much to say about everything. Yep. Yeah, of yep. course. COVID this, COVID that, this, that, this, that. Um, uh, what, what, what do you call these theories? C conspiracy. Uh, conspiracy theories. And it's running riot. The, the, the thing that I now know without a shadow of a doubt is that the truth is going to appear. Whatever the truth is. Whatever the truth is, the truth is going to appear. And... I see this over and over and over again in the mathematical blueprints of world leaders that I've analyzed. I was analyzing Ursula von der Leyen's numbers the other day. I'll put tweets out about this. You can go and look at my Twitter handle, Chris underscore styles 19. There's a massive least interesting set of numbers appearing in her, her human futurology around the time 2028, 20, 2029, 20, 2030. The same for George Soros. The same for Bill Gates. The same for um, Guy Verhofstadt. Um, the same for many other uh, world leaders. Um, and, you know, 
one of the things uh, there, there's so much oh you know shouting about this shouting about that etc etc et if dark premeditated things were done to this world through, COVID. through covid in 2020 and the one thing i can guarantee you because i've i've seen it in the blueprint of these world leaders is that it will begin to surface and emerge in 2027 and it will be absolutely all there and exposed 2028, 2029, 2030. Wow. Well, Nicola Sturgeon's resigned and not a surprise in many ways, both physical and uh, subconsciously, I would think. You've been listening to Chris and Suzanne Stiles. You can catch our tweets on at Human Futurology and catch Chris on at Chris underscore styles 19. We'll be popping the podcast pages or the download onto the podcast pages so that you can download the slides. The pictures will also be there. So if you are listening on a mobile device, you can just have a quick look at them while you're listening. You've been listening to Chris and Suzanne Styles on the Human Futurology podcast. You've been listening to the Human Futurology Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Suzanne, where each episode we deep dive into all things numbers, stats and data. Join us again next week for more tips and tricks on how to strategically plan and predict for the future. Find more online at humanfuturology.co.uk.